1: Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, a.k.a. All About the Real Housewives, a.k.a. All About the Truth. We recap the latest Real Housewives of New Jersey episode exposing more lies with proof, spilling some more New Jersey reunion tea that you haven't heard before, and we get a statement from Teresa's girlfriend, Nicole. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. How do you or what do you think about this episode?
0: I actually didn't mind it today. I wrote a lot of notes, which was shocking.
1: Oh, my gosh. Extremely shocking. I
0: know. Maybe because I was by myself and I was watching it and paying a lot of attention.
1: Oh, yeah. Last week was terrible with you. You had (laughs) Val right next to you, her fiancé. So she, her notes, I remember you had asked me a question about Louis and it had, the scene explained everything. So you definitely weren't paying attention last week, but I'm glad to know that you were paying attention this week. But I'm just so ready for the finale,
0: I know. And I was so shocked again. So next week is not the finale. I'm really confused on why this is such a long season.
1: And you could tell that next week's episode looks like a filler episode. So I'm like, dude, really? You could have just like went straight to the finale. I'm just ready to see the finale to see how it all plays out same
0: and I'm excited to see the reunion or the reunion and the special of Teresa so it's like
1: there's so much to be like shown so enough I know I know let's get to it especially because this rumor has been a thing for like a year now so it's like we just and it it hasn't actually been addressed to Melissa so it's like let's get to it um so yeah i'm i'm so ready for it and i was annoyed just seeing the previews for next week because i'm like i i thought there it might have been a finale next week but i guess not you guys i guess not
0: i also think too it's like we might not we're gonna be sad when jersey's over so we should probably
1: i know enjoy it i'm gonna yeah
0: thank our lucky stars that we have another week to like recap because are we gonna sit here and recap orange county every week i don't know
1: yeah, we Should. totally are. Okay. <laughs> we're going to, I know you guys are going to have to, well, we have to, you guys are going to have to like get into it or you guys are going to have to tell us what shows you want us to get into. I know yeah. someone had asked to get into the Kardashians and they were like, can you guys cover the trailer? And then I told chattel and Chantal was like, no, I unfollowed all of them. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, you were like, I, unf-. and I have been unfollowing, unfollowed all of them. And, but sometimes I'll watch it here and there, but I, I feel still like, watch wait,
0: the, wait, the wait. Kardashians, but nothing I yeah, want to talk didn't. to them, like talk about yeah. them. Uh yeah.
1: See, I don't like when it got on Hulu, I tried it and I was like, this is just like, so like fake. And we, with their lives, we already see it on the media so much. So I was not into it. So I, I stopped immediately after the first episode. But yeah, I would not want to do the Kardashians. We love you guys so much for listening, but absolutely would not want to do it. I'm just not into it. And I think it's more fun when you're into it. But for sure, Orange County, I do have hopes that Orange County might be better. And we're going to try to get interviews with some people. So if there's a suggestion you guys have about who you'd want us to interview, please let us know. But let's start off with the episode, because Chantal did text me like 30 minutes ago, and she's like, hurry, because she's like, probably tired, poor girl.
0: I'm so tired. I mean, are not yeah. you tired? You you are up all day working, have kids, and no kids, and I'm exhausted.
1: I know, and I still have to publish an episode, and then, yeah, just, yeah, not, whatever. I but, can do know. that tonight. Oh, really kidding. No, nope, oh. you're doing it. <laughs> you're the worst. Well, then and then I have to do clips. It is just it is a lot. So I always know on I could do clips tomorrow. No, I don't like how you do them. And you always <laughs> like pick the weirdest clip. Like you guys have to look at our Instagram. She always picks like the weird Actually, one. two
0: of mine went viral. So I was really proud, but then the rest of them have not. And yeah, I was not proud of those.
1: I know. Okay, well, let's just get into it because yeah, it's gonna be a long night. So the episode starts with a scene that I don't really care here to see margaret and her friend and her friend's son and for me it's like margaret i want to see your son i want to see your family not your friend's son and we've seen him in a few episodes now it's weird
0: they always start with margaret too and it's very concerning
1: i feel like they just want to get her out of the way that's why (laughs) no i really do feel like maybe it's like the least relevant so they're like okay there's nothing here let's just get it out of the way that's how i take it but i just don't understand why We're seeing her friend and her friend's son. It's the weirdest thing to me.
0: I mean, I think more in the episode, which we'll get into. I
1: guess. Yeah, it was like
0: almost like she was starting the storyline for that friend, and like, or who's not
1: on our show, or no, what she wanted to
0: do, and maybe we won't talk about it then when we go through it. Is that I almost feel like she wanted to showcase that she has such a long-standing best friend you know yeah, ship with this person yeah and it, like you know because she knew that it was gonna be get painted that laura lee was you know painting her as a bad friend so she wanted to make sure she had like a great friend that she can like showcase it was really but, weird I mean, and she staged. had
1: she and laura were like friends for 40 years so like exactly. yeah we're not questioning how long she could be friends with someone But I don't like Lexi is not on the show, so I don't really care to watch Lexi. I have zero interest in her, you know, like no one's invested in her. She's not like a no, 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 where I'm like interested. So, yeah, please get her off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. But, okay, so back at Danielle's house. So her mom is visiting and Danielle is probably showing off the gift basket that she's giving Teresa for her surprise wedding shower. And, oh, my God, the gift basket.
0: I know. It was really like crazy and sexual.
1: Oh, no. I just thought it was like not presented in a cute way. Oh, really? Yeah, it was not cute at all.
0: Oh, I thought it was pretty like See, nice. I'm like, like,
1: I- I'm like crafting. I'm like a perfectionist that I was like, oh, that basket is like w- what my mom and I love you, mom, because she gives us baskets like Chantel, I think my mom gives us like Easter baskets till this day. <laughs> I feel like she's given us that stuff. But like no, I don't like how it was put together. I'm, sh- I mean, but of course Teresa, I'm sure appreciated it. I don't even know what was in it. I think was it was it? like she said, sexual like sexual
0: stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, they then talk about when they went to Ireland, and Danielle tells her mom because her mom comes and she's very close with her mom, and she tells her mom how she had a hard time in Ireland. And her mom is cute and all because she's like, Do I have to kick someone's ass? And see, I can see Danielle's mom getting upset if anyone came for her daughter, but I can't ever, and I can see her being like, Yeah, screw that housewife who's mean to my daughter, but I can't ever picture Danielle's mom liking terrible tweets about the Cast and being on social media talking about the cast like Melissa's mom does,
0: correct? Isn't it? Um, didn't didn't we know that Danielle's mom listens to our podcast, or we just knew she did it? Like some she episodes? did listen,
1: yeah, she listened. To hey, some. mom. Hey. <laughs> yeah, she did. I wonder if she's still. Does. I mean, I feel like she probably is because she knows she's in this episode. <laughs> so if you <laughs> do, like, um, message us. That's so funny when we find out that people like from the family do. You can tell where Danielle
0: does get her personality from because of the mom. Like, they seem very similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I can see it. Danielle says that Bravo lover one, two, three, four was very mean to her and tells her mom about this rumor that she heard about, you know, her friend, Melissa. And you know what I love that her husband is just sitting there and he isn't saying a damn thing. He's there probably because he has to film the scene, but he isn't gossiping. And we all know if Princess Gorga was there, what he'd be doing and what he'd be saying and how he would like twist it and make it so much worse.
0: Her husband has gained so many points for me, like, in the last two episodes. And I have been really appreciating him for it.
1: Yeah. I, he's I, just
0: supportive. And he just – he doesn't have to say much to show his support.
1: Right. And he's, like, quiet. And I know when we said we met, like, I don't even think we introduced ourselves to him, though. But, I mean, we were, like, right next to him the whole time. Um, He just – yeah, he just seems like that quiet guy. And it's funny because she's, like, the outgoing one. I mean, they say opposites attract. So, clearly, it's working for them because, to me, they, they come off – opposite and but you can tell that like he loves her for her yeah yeah um but yeah so danielle feels like she's in this impossible situation and danielle's mom advises her to tell melissa saying if that if danielle was in melissa's shoes that danielle would want to know would you want to know that this rumor was being said about you chantelle absolutely Yeah, I would want to know because, like, if my friend, especially if it came from my friend, like, I wouldn't care if my sister-in-law knew about it. I'd be embarrassed maybe. I I would be embarrassed actually. But I'd be like, I can't, uh, like, they for sure got this from my friend Margaret and I would just be pissed at that whole thing.
0: I would want to know right away. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess. And, and yeah, Dan- Danielle, can you imagine if, like, Teresa approached her? I mean, obviously, Melissa knew about this since February of 2022.
0: Yeah, it was said from someone from Teresa's camp. It was Louie who told Joe. Joe. So, yeah, yeah, so it sounds like she, know- she knows that she knew. And she doesn't need to say more. She's not going to say it on camera. She told you she wasn't.
1: Yeah, She well, Louie said, we're not going to say it on camera. I just wanted to tell you so you, you knew how Margaret was and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, they spin it, like – you know, they spend it and they blame Teresa like they always do. It's, it's so crazy because I'm on TikTok a lot and I try to post these on All About TRH. Laura does too. And they're like flashback scenes of... Um, the real houses in New Jersey, like season three and four, and you guys, I know we've been getting a lot of reviews. By the way, saying how biased we are and rating us very, very poorly, and I think it's because <laughs> our reunion episode got over twenty thousand listens. So I feel like after hey. that, yeah, hey, I feel like after <laughs> that happened, there were so many haters. So if you love us, leave a five star, and then if you don't, just please just never listen to us again, and we'll be okay with that. Because after that episode, we got so many people talking about how biased we are about Teresa. And then I just lost my train of thought because what was the point that I was trying to You make said TikTok? that you guys
0: were on TikTok and you guys didn't you guys Oh yeah posting? we post so
1: back. So all I'm asking that though if you are impartial if you're like I, you know Teresa does and I get it you guys Teresa's not perfect trust me like I'm not saying she we is. always
0: say that right
1: that's what makes me so angry about it is that we always say it but if you guys go back and look and look at how helpless she is and how she would shut up as Joe would you know like gaslight her and then Melissa would be like yeah yeah and like get involved like two people just attacking her and at the time Joe Judice like hated the drama like he's like what the fuck are they doing I'm not getting involved in this because he thought Joe was a joke because he saw Joe how most people should see him, which was like pathetic that a brother would do what Joe was doing to Teresa. Just please, I beg of you. And it's so funny because sometimes people will be like, oh, I have rewatched. And it's like, no, you haven't. You have not rewatched. Because like rewatching is, it, people don't have much time to do stuff like that. When you're doing your chores, just like when I'm washing the dishes, put it on your phone and watch. Watch season three and four. And then tell me based on that, how you would feel being in Teresa's shoes. That's it, it was the it's most online. wild
0: thing ever when I mm-hmm. rewatched it was crazy.
1: Yeah, she would call me every day and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, and you know, I won't rewatch it. I it refuse. was to the
0: point. It was to the point we weren't even doing this podcast yet, and it was to the point where I wanted to take every scene that I was more annoyed with oh, Joe. Yeah, was yeah.
1: put like a timestamp, and then she was like, "You need to do a clip of all of these things."
0: Yeah, I and remember. I really still have some of them, but it was really more Joe. He would say the most vile things about his sister. Yeah. And even, you know, obviously Melissa did too, but it was, yeah, you guys all need to rewatch.
1: You really do. I refuse. I was like, Chantal, I can't. Like, I can't, like, have this anxiety right now of, like, someone else's family drama because <laughs> I don't know why it affects me that I'm like, how do people... I think I just get bothered that people don't see it or I feel like people who... I think that Melissa's like in the right are the Melissa's of their family. And I'm sorry. And if you guys, and if you guys like, like Melissa, you guys obviously think that's a great thing, but I would just never want that coming into my family period. Anyway. So Bravo lover one, two, three, four. She meets with like, I'm not, I'm, I'm still not over that. Bravo lover one, two, three, four has made this adoption story with her almost 18 year old stepson a thing. Same. I truly wonder if this show wasn't happening, if she'd do that. She says that adopting Jaden is something that she'd always felt like was missing. So I'm just confused. That, then, why didn't you do it? If you were in his life since so, you were a kid, why didn't you do it?
0: I don't think you watch 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 what happens live. Yeah. I did. Um, Andy does ask her that, and she's like, "We have been. This is not just the first process. We've went to lawyers before. Um, so what happened? New- yeah, and she said that like it was such a long process and they wanted to do- get more involved and you know, there was so much money involved, she was saying. So she's like, We stopped doing it. So she's this is not the first time.
1: Okay. But to
0: me, it's like you can go throughout this process and just not talk about the step- or not talk about the birth mom and you can still be a great stepmom.
1: Right. You don't need the adoption to validate that you are his mom. You don't need a piece of paper to tell you that if you truly feel like I raised him, then good. You raised him. Like he knows you're his mom. Like he'll always know that you adopting him. He'll still probably call you like stepmom or like whatever. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand it, but Bravo lover one, two, three, four, her attorney. I don't remember if that was that an attorney, right?
0: I don't know. It seems like it was like
1: a. I don't know. Cause I was writing notes. So it was like, yeah. I was like, what was the name? What did they put under her? I don't even know. But whatever, the attorney, let's say. Um, I-, I don't remember what she exactly says, but she says like that if. Bravo Lover becomes the adopted mom that they would terminate any of Jaden's mom's biological rights. And Bravo Lover has so much to say about the mother. And it's like, she just comes off so entitled. And I'm sure, I mean, yeah, I'm a mom. I cannot imagine, imagine ever like being away. There's like this Oprah, if you guys watch Oprah back in the day, there was this like Oprah episode where this mom abandons her kids. And I just remember bawling, bawling, bawling. And uh, like, her kids were so affected. So yeah, I, it just made me, think of that, but I cannot imagine a mother doing that. But the way Bravo lover speaks about this mother, just, I don't know what bothers me so much. Cause I feel like, yeah, John Fuda can speak like that, but you just come across as very negative. So it's like, and I can't don't imagine you think, what you say outside of this.
0: Yeah. And don't you think that your son is going to watch this? Yeah. He's 16 years old and he's going to see the things. He's probably already has trauma or, you know, yeah. has grown up affected by this. And now you saying things about his birth mom, which he has, which he does still stay in contact with some somewhat. And yeah. he now he has to listen to you say that. It's very uncomfortable for him.
1: this Oprah episode that I'm talking about, Chantal, you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Oprah? Please someone (laughs) tell me if you guys have seen this Oprah episode. And then there was like a before Oprah canceled. She's like, where are they now? Because this episode was so like, and people are so invested in this story because of how affected the mom, the daughter, and the son who was five at the time were when the mom abandoned them and left them with their dad, who's a great dad, by the way. And it just makes me think that, you know, Jaden is probably like, no matter what, he can act tough is probably super freaking hurt about his mom and then your negative ass is like talking crap about his mom and it's like you can do all this but be positive and be like you know what she might have her own demons but all i know all i can say is like i love this little boy and i just feel like she keeps talking about the mom like oh why should you be the mom when i raised him yeah oh my god that's how i felt. it's like you can
0: You can be a great mom without having to talk about this, the birth mom.
1: Yes, exactly. I don't like it. I don't, you know, I started forwarding it and then I was like, okay, I'm not. Oh, wow. way, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me just see this actually. Okay. So on Watch What Happens Live. So just like Chantal said, Bravo Lover was on there with her husband. And um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but her husband got like mouth surgery. So did you see he that looked, he looked different? He looked, it? he looked so
0: different. And I thought it was like, he lost weight.
1: No, he got mouth surgery. All about Terry can confirm that. I wonder if they'll ask him that. Like, jaw that surgery. Been... Like, what's mouth surgery? I don't surgery? know. Okay, because like if you notice, I don't make mean... I don't want to make fun of his appearance. I'm not saying I he obviously didn't like it, but like if you watch, I can see why. I mean, I never thought it was an issue until I found out that he got the surgery. But like his like lips were like I don't know what it was. He had his mouth shape was weird. So yeah, he got cosmetic surgery. They him and his wife are really obsessed with like cosmetic surgery. It's, it's a lot
0: I need to I need to see this she looked different um on, on watch what happens live too I, I didn't I think she I cut her
1: hair something okay
0: yeah it was something i didn't know what it was but she definitely looked different
1: she's still very unlikable i like i keep thinking okay she was
0: so bad on watch what happens live and you guys know she's buying
1: her instagram followers she's buying all our instagram followers please pay attention allegedly but oh my god i just hate these like housewives it just like reminds me of melissa back in the day when melissa used to do that with twitter and even instagram and i just like hate it that this means so much that you guys are so desperate because I'm sure she's seeing Danielle, who I, who I do think can be really over the top, by the way. You know, Danielle is obviously getting more fame, followers, likes, comments. And so she feels she needs to keep up. And it's like, okay, then change your personality, please. Because maybe if you change it a little bit, people are going to like you. Because I just, I, but I can tell she's not changing it. Like, she does not give a shit that she's getting backlash and she deletes all her comments that are bad. So she's going to be like another Melissa really affected. It's like, you guys can't go on shows like this. Like, I can't go on a show like this because I, I would be like, I don't want to, I don't want, I want to be on private. I don't want people to see, like, I don't want people to like comment bad shit about me. So, like, I can't be on reality TV. But if you're going to be on it, then don't try to like buy the fame like they're doing.
0: We know you get affected so much about our negative comments.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. See, like just the reviews, you guys. Yeah. Like I would <laughs> never be able to be on it. Oh my God. Uh, the amount of, I get anxiety for these people. Just what I've seen behind the scenes. I'm like, why? No amount of money is worth it. I know we're sitting here talking about it, but no amount of money is worth it because once it's all over, you're like depressed. Like look at Vicki Gunville Center right now. You're, you're literally depressed. So anywho uh so okay jennifer um jennifer is preparing for Teresa's bridal shower and she's doing the henna and i love seeing this because it's our it's in our culture she keeps calling it turkish but it's like not turkish it's literally just a middle eastern i know just say middle
0: eastern i know i was gonna say she just needs to say middle eastern
1: (laughs) i get it she's turkish or whatever but i mean it's literally a middle eastern thing we do that too can you imagine? You usually do that, yeah, like right before your wedding. I'm, yeah, just you get getting, you have yeah. a henna,
0: and then you it's like a party, and then they bring that tattoo out.
1: I remember my sister in law when my brother got married. She wanted to do it, and we were all like, "Uh, no," because that was like <laughs> it was. And Chandel, you can so imagine her wanting to do it, but she was so um like, or, or it's like such like an old school thing. Like, it yeah, was it's an like, old school
0: tradition. Yeah, but a like, lot of moms still love it, so they'll they'll try to get their daughters, like even people our age, still to do it. Um so not a lot
1: do it though, but when they do now they've like they've like hoed it up a little bit where they have like we used to have like these baggy henna outfits that you had to wear, and now it's like these crop tops that are Mm -hmm. tight and all this (laughs) stuff. It's so funny. Um, but I don't blame them because I would never want to wear what we used to wear. We needed to share a picture of this, by the way. Also, we did get a review and they were like they talk a lot about their family and their personal life and um these were the people who were saying that we were biased about Teresa and I'm like, okay, we're not going to change that guys. So again, just give us five stars or please move along.
0: Well, we're relating as we watch and we're talking. So yeah, just, we relate this is where to this comes from. Yeah.
1: And that's why we're so invested. We relate to this and, and a lot of people relate to this. We're not the only ones. We get messages all the time of you guys relating to this.
0: And if you just want facts, just go on all about trh, trh.com. Yeah. Seth. You're very, you're very neutral on that website and just go there and read
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Me and Laura are extremely neutral on all about So we don't really like say our opinion like this. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't want to hear about our family, about our personal life, like, yeah, we've been, me and Laura have been behind all about We say who we are, but we never really talk about ourselves. We have like a little bio, I think about us or something, but yeah, go on there because you won't hear anything about any of us. So if you guys just want to stick to the facts or whatever, just like Chantel said, good point. Good plug in Chantel. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Now, Olivia jokes that Jennifer needs to start wearing lingerie. And in Jennifer's confessional, she says, wonderful, Margaret. Now my daughter thinks I need to wear lingerie in order for her relationship with her father and I to work. And it, it's really sad. I, I feel like Margaret didn't get enough shit for saying that kids are resilient and blowing up this thing that did affect Jennifer's kids.
0: I know. I wonder if they're going to bring that up at the reunion.
1: Um, no, I don't think that they did. And because like Jennifer has been saying, like you, you said kids are resilient, but no, my kids are deeply affected. She said that last season as well. And Margaret doesn't care. She, she just cares about herself. She's like, whatever, you know, they'll get over it in another season. Like it's all about the show to her as well. And then Jennifer and Bill, they go out to the backyard, and Jennifer asks Bill if he was around while she was in Ireland, and Bill says, "You know, the kids—they need to be taught independence." And again, this <laughs> is like, yeah, this is typical old school dad. But I don't even feel like our dads were like that, Chantel. No. Yeah, but like, like when they were like... not
0: working, they were there. And when they were right. working, yeah, they were. Yeah, like, like they faces. did. They
1: did work obviously quite a bit, but still, Chantel, what was that noise? <laughs>
0: I was reaching to try to get my water bottle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you have some cotton mouth or something?
0: I'm just thirsty. Oh my God, but like yeah. now something else fell and I still don't have my water bottle.
1: <laughs> I thought that was your mom opening the door telling you to shut up.
0: She does do that a
1: lot, you guys. It's very bad. Because well, like, your room is right next to her room. I know. So I feel and she leaves her door open. Um, So I feel bad. But anyways, (laughs) that was so funny. But I just
0: think Jennifer says all the right things to Bill in every conversation. She's very good at that. We always say that she's good at communicating.
1: And it's not like she like yells or acts frustrated. She says it in such a great way. I know. Uh, but, but Bill basically says, you know, he's working nights and weekends to save money for his kids college. But I don't really understand that thought process. Like I get it, but here I am working corporate and I have a pretty great career, but my family comes before my career period. I even let them, I let my company know that. And I mean, I work the eight to five Monday through Friday. I don't work weekends, but I still like make things work. I refuse to miss a field trip and I make it work. And I don't understand how some men make excuses when it comes to work. Cause like Chanel, we have like, 10 jobs and then like you know I have little children so it's like what's your excuse exactly I I think it's just something lazy yeah yeah I hate that it's just their excuse they're like oh well I'm bringing the money well now Jennifer's bringing the money too because guess what the show's paying her so I mean I just hate and it's not like I like Bill a lot I really really do but I'm just saying in general men think that because they work and it's like no now nowadays men and women both work so it's like what's your excuse dude you know women probably
0: bring in more of the
1: money of the time (laughs) absolutely 100% so it's like really because we're doing seven different things exactly I swear are so true and then like men stick to their like one thing and then yeah I not women like you know are, are really amazing because they are able to do everything but it's like because they have to I feel like guys just know where you know women are just gonna end up doing it so hopefully baby Jack's not like that because I feel like I'm gonna do everything <laughs> well, to I raise think you my just need, son yeah raise him right yeah. And he's going to see his dad be around so much. So thank God that he'll see that. And hopefully he's like that with his children. Anywho, let's not go that far because then I'm going to start crying. Also, <laughs> you guys, someone wrote a review about ageism and said that we... Raxian, t- enough. No, but someone did say that we talk about ageism. And I want to acknowledge this because it was Chantel who talked about ageism. You okay? did too.
0: You even pointed out what episodes you did that on.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you see how I go back and I have to tell Chantel this? Because <laughs> I'm like, Chantel. And then I rewatch, I, I re listen to the episodes and say, see what exactly we say. I appreciate the feedback, you guys. I'm not trying to insult anyone. Chantel isn't either. Like, we're not, we all know we're going to get old. We, I mean, not, I think we said, we said something. I said something about Joe Bonino being 70 years old. And, and he, he is. He's 69 years old. I was like, why is a 70 year old talking like that? I mean, he's 69 years old. I just feel like when I'm 70, I'm not going to be sitting there gossiping but who knows i might i might be like i i, I don't know so yeah we i just want to say that we're not trying to insult people when we talk about ages at all oh my gosh you guys reunion looks me and chantal obviously because we have all the tea we already knew what everyone was wearing chantal did you see like the bravo photos yeah it's you on posted all of them TRH today mm-hmm. yeah um and uh, again like margaret's outfit i'm sorry i'm i'm i don't think that uh, someone her age should be wearing that Yeah, now that you
0: guys see the pictures, please let us know if you agree with us on it.
1: Well, a lot of people, you know, I actually saw some messages and they were like, bravo lover1234, I agree with you, like saying that you didn't like her dress. I don't like it. I was like, yeah, it doesn't look like it's something she'd even wear. And also I got like a better look at Dolores because the lighting and everything. And, uh, you know, everyone seemed to like her dress and I didn't like it that much. It was too girly. No, it was, like, too much, like, beads and stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just felt like it was too girly for me. But, yeah, as we had said, Teresa looked.
0: She still looked the best. After seeing those, I'm like, wow, she really killed it.
1: I mean, we saw, like, photos. But, like, we, you know, you know, Bravo, like, they do the, the not the Photoshop, but the brightening and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, anyway, Shandell's going to kill me because I keep getting off topic. Uh, okay, so Jennifer, she's obviously frustrated that Bill expects his kids to be a certain way, but he isn't helping. Jennifer says, you know should we still see a therapist And he says, no, and I don't blame him because the therapist they met with last time was <laughs> very odd and should have never been there. They I were no therapist was like falling asleep. what a bad experience like that's a last thing Bill would probably, someone like bill would want to see but he justifies that he doesn't have any issues so he shouldn't have to go to therapy and again old school mentality he means no harm it's just like what he knows now Teresa takes her girls to their dress fitting for her wedding and say what you want about Teresa, but the love she has for those girls is the most beautiful thing to watch she is their biggest fan and to me she's mom goals
0: and it's my favorite scene to always watch. I just love watching all of them get together. It's literally makes me so happy.
1: I think as a mom, any mother's goal in life is to make sure their kid felt like felt so loved or feel so loved and taken care of. And to, and to me, she does that. I think everyone could agree, you know, that no matter what she's went through her kids, you can see that they felt that more than anything. And uh, Teresa can't stop staring at her girls saying how beautiful they are saying, Oh, you know, I made you guys. And I thought it was cute. And you guys, I always tell my girls how beautiful they are. And Chantal gets mad. No, I don't. No, no, you don't get mad that I say they're beautiful. You're like, yeah, but you should also remind them how smart they are. Yeah,
0: like just like say other things like not all about looks.
1: Yeah. See, we're nice. Like Chantel's mm-hmm. nice. Right. You know, but, um, she, <laughs> she does always tell me that she's like, don't only tell them they're beautiful. Tell them how smart they are. It's not always about, um, beauty standards. And I'm like, all right, Chantel, they're four and three. And at or the time they were like, they were like one them. when we would say this and she would get mad. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you can't say like to them, I'm so proud of you. You have to ask them, aren't you proud of yourself? Like, so it's not so much pressure.
1: I can't wait to see. There's a lot. You know, Maybe the you worst month You guys, I cannot wait. Do you know what stuff Chantel <laughs> tells me about like mothering? And like she'll like she, she has like judge eyes. And I'm like, I can't wait. No, I
0: never judge you and I never yes, say anything after. Yes, no, you... I don't. Oh, I just tell God. you. You guys,
1: she's the Oh yeah, to me. I'm talking about to me. Who the hell am I telling you? I don't think you do that to anyone else, but we're no, close I'm enough. saying I
0: don't like really at the end of the day judge you. I just tell you. And if you don't listen, then yeah. great. Don't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> no, but she does tell me, and I always just say, I can't wait. But I don't blame her because I did the same thing. You you guys. I did the same thing she does. I'm like, how could they let their kids sleep in their bed? Meanwhile, my oldest is scared of monsters and it sleeps in my bed every single day. So th- and I was that mom who was like, oh my God, how? So I get it. Just wait till you're a mom though. Okay. Anywho. So let's talk about Joe. Joe Judice calls Gia and Gia, you know, she answers showing him all their like bridesmaids outfits. And I was Joe in like a construction outfit or like working did you see that or no
0: yeah no I didn't I didn't pay attention to that of
1: course
0: and, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Teresa gets emotional saying she prays that joke and come home and if you looked at Gia and Melania in that scene it was so heartbreaking because you can just see they want more than anything for their dad to be home with them
0: I know I I actually did say like you can see the attachment of Gia yeah. and Melania with their dad and not so much Adriana which is not it's not her fault you know she was just so young when everything happened but you really can see it with the with those two well
1: I think that Gia, or I'm sorry, Adriana and um, Gabriella, they're not emotional. They're very different from Melania and um, yeah, Gia. yeah. Sorry, I keep like forgetting their names, but they're very different from them. And like even like when they were like changing, and Teresa's like, I always stare at them, and uh, and I don't know who said it, but they were like Gabriella and. Adriana like freak out about that. Yeah, there, they're gonna die.
0: Are, yeah,
1: those two are very similar. You can tell they're a little bit more quiet, the more reserved. uh I don't know, but I did notice that as well. Like, cause they they showed her face real quick.
0: Yeah, and just, she just seemed like she's like, yeah, like <laughs> why are they crying? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Joe because well because when I remember when Teresa left for prison I feel like she was a lot more attached to Teresa oh my god I cannot imagine she was just going to kindergarten I can't even wow just the thought of me like leaving my kids at that age I'd die anyway so Joe Judice says everyone deserves to be happy and that all he wants for every one of them is to be happy and he wishes them happiness and Teresa says she's so proud of how far they came and if you guys go look at Joe Judice's Instagram I'm actually gonna write a story about this and all about Terry H but uh he is like throwing lots of shade and I'm like okay it sounds like it's to Melissa and Joe but I don't know you guys I got to go look at it. By the time you listen to this going all about Terry the story will be up there. But anyways, okay, so Margaret has lunch. And again, Lexi seems nice, but I don't care. So I did forward the beginning of it. I'm not sure with, what happened with Margaret and Lexi. But then I saw Margaret crying. And then I, I stopped it because I was like, okay, why is she crying? <laughs> and, uh, uh, and it was about Lexi. And of course, because, you know, Margaret has no storyline, she and her mother start talking about Teresa being so nasty to Melissa and Joe. And again, why are these people attending Teresa? wedding i'm i'm genuinely confused
0: i at this point i would have been so pissed watching that if i was Teresa seeing that and i'm like i invited th- these people
1: yeah and she even invited the mom I are you know. kidding me you don't know crap like lady walk away and go like hang out with your friends but you know i will say margaret's mom looks pretty good
0: yeah she does she really <laughs> does yeah
1: melissa and princess gorga Again, I'm scared to say Gorka because everyone kills me. But they're gifting their daughter Antonia a car for being on the honor roll. And, you know, they really – Melissa and Joe's kids seem great. But I'm just not invested in this family. I've never been invested in their kids. And Bravo hasn't either because we don't see them very often.
0: I did think it was a really special moment to watch, though, for me, Um, her get the car. I think I was just really jealous because I don't think – I got a car I never got a car actually I had to pay for my car <laughs> and it was just really it was really cute watching her like get so excited
1: what was your first car
0: it was a Ford a black Ford Fusion and it was my dad's car and I had to pay for it every month oh
1: wow yeah I got I got that my dad got me the newest Altima and then he got me um an Infinity, and then he got me an Audi yeah you were How...
0: spoiled and you like yeah. crashed every single one you were the worst driver
1: I crashed every single car I've ever had. Now I think, okay, I don't want to talk about this because I swear when people start talking about this stuff, I know like, that some, something happens. something bad it happens. It. Yeah. And then we're like, in the next episode, we'll be like, yeah, you guys, you know, like we got into an accident. Like I don't have time for this. I'm not talking about it, but yeah. Uh, but I will say, I mean, our parents both taught us independence, like when we got to a certain age and that's why I feel like we're such hustlers and you know, we have such, like we're Chantal and I are like Chantal, we're both very successful, and I'm proud of us for that. So yeah, I am going to brag about that for both of us. Okay. Anywho, uh, do you want to say anything, Chantal? No. <laughs> do, you, do you feel uncomfortable <laughs> that I? Yeah. That? I'm like, yeah. Oh my okay. god. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> uh princess gorka says his mother-in-law adores his children and they are, are and she's their second mom and yeah i mean yeah, I think she this, should right yeah i think the same about my mom you know my, like literally my mom is here every day and my kids think of her as a second mom uh my husband and my husband also thinks the same about my mom but i know he wouldn't be praising her left and right if she was all over town publicly talking about his brothers because he doesn't have sisters so again shut up princess anyways princess says there's so much hate and negativity with teresa and he's starting to learn it's about his children and i mean it should have always been about your children and you're the one who's negative that made no sense (laughs) right like it should have always been about your children you were just like obsessed with your sister and you came on her show like i'm confused here yeah
0: you were obsessed with being on the tv right you
1: should have focused on your kids from day one it's now they're like old uh, just kidding. They're not old. They're in their teens. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> They're growing uh, up
1: by, yeah. By the way, I do have some reunion tea. Okay. I do, um, have to say, like, what the hell are you talking about? I do have to say, before I talk about the reunion tea, what I find to be very annoying again on the all about Tariq each podcast, we had over 20,000 listens. We had so many hits on our website. Cause we put, we made them into stories the fact that people go and they start like Kim D, for example, Kim D, is, she does like something, and they repeat exactly what I said word for word about reunion tea, and they do not, they do not credit all about tierage, literally drives me crazy. We talked about on the episode about how uh, Teresa brings up what Jacqueline told her about Joe saying that his. Um, what did, what did he say? Joe Joe talked to Melissa. Uh, like FBI Truth.
0: or something. Yeah,
1: the ex-partner. He talked to the ex-partner, the one, the whole Monica Chacon thing, whatever. And then Kim D starts talking about it like two days ago and acting like she, you know, her sources. I'm like, what Kim are D, you Kim D who saying? talks to you? Yeah, literally. Like I'm sure people are smart enough not to talk to you, especially anyone that was behind the scenes or anything, you know? So, yeah. And then there was another thing she, we talked about how Louie ended up shaking all the boys' hands. Not to say, hey, I'm on good terms with you guys. Like, let's do this again next season. No, like, hey, like, man to oh, man, I didn't do anything to you. It would never be my intention to do anything to you. Uh, and, and that's that, you know? Like, leave it here. Just shaking your hand, it's done. But, again, Kim D took that. There's been so many people and podcasters, which I appreciate when you guys are talking about the reunion tea we put out, but like, give us credit. Give credit, yeah. Give credit, you know? Like, this has been on allabouttrh.com the day after the re- – two days after the reunion. It's, we came – we said all this stuff. And for all the haters, I can't wait till the, sh- the episode comes out. And we were right. We are never wrong when it comes to reunion tea. We have all of New Jersey hitting us up every single day. Like, literally, New Jersey, we've been known for New Jersey blog, like a New Jersey blog. So we get tips all the time from Jersey – So anyway, shout out to New Jersey. I know we give you guys some shit, but shout out to you. (laughs) Anyways, I'm talking about when we went to Jersey. Anyway, so at this point, Melissa, okay, so here's the reunion tea. So at this point, Melissa and Joe, they're living in their rental while they're building, you know, Melissa's dream home. Melissa gave a tour in the end of January or mid-January to Entertainment Tonight and showed off the finished home. Once it was built, it was finished, all decorated. This was her finished product. So she gave Entertainment Tonight um, a tour of her house. When she gave the tour, she said it was finished. And after that, she got so much backlash. Remember from interior designers on the house. Yeah, like not
0: Real Housewives of New Jersey fans, like real people that don't watch.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Just interior designers saying how terrible the house looks. And two months later, she and Joe then take a 500k loan to change the outside of their house, which we have photos of what they did and what they're adding, which they're adding a bunch of windows. They're changing the whole exterior because the exterior looked so deformed. Like it did not look okay. So on the reunion, our sources tell us that she was asked about the house and if she changed it because all of the backlash. So Andy asked her this and she lies as usual. And she says her house wasn't done yet. And that she had already had permits for the outside to complete it. When Andy asked if it was because of the backlash, she said, absolutely not. Then they talk about those scary black looking chandeliers that she actually told. Joe, in an earlier episode, she was like, I can't wait till you see the chandeliers I picked out. Joe, oh my gosh, I just can't wait. And she was talking about the black chandeliers. And uh, she tells Andy that she had a lighting company she was working with and she was trying them out. Then he offered her to try other ones and she took those. And I just don't understand why she can't own anything. Cause here we have her in an episode in season 13 saying she got these chandeliers that she specifically picked out that she's so excited to put out there. Then there are those black, ugly, light fixtures. Everyone goes crazy about them. And then she goes and she changes them, probably because she's dying about the backlash, but the fact that she can't own, like, yeah, I, I was, you know, I, I, I-, I can't it's not take like, that well. Yeah,
0: it's not like she's the one that's an architect and designing it. I mean, she maybe the interiors a little is bit, but she
1: is making it like that. Like I picked it out, you know. But so she, she didn't do that. She's
0: not the one that said make this like um make these nine windows be on uniform. Like, right. She's yeah. She's not the one doing that, so it's okay to just say we yeah after re- seeing what other professionals said, we wanted to change things. Like I just think that's exactly, so crazy that yeah. she really did not own that part.
1: Yeah, or like pissed. yeah, or like, joke about it and be like, yeah, haha, it got to me. Be funny. I don't know. But it's also just sad how insecure she is because if you watch her house, house, yeah, if you watch her, I, I get it. Like your house is like your, you know, that is your home, you know, she, and she's so very in the Entertainment Tonight special, which is also an All About Terry, she is so very proud of the house. But then for her to like go and switch and then they go take this five hundred thousand loan out which allegedly she and joe are already in so much debt and then they're doing this and it's like why why do you care like you were so proud of this and and then you are lying and acting like oh no we were gonna do more work like you guys had no intention of doing more work you don't just stop windows and then start it again
0: no, they're changing the full front, like the oh full front, the full, even like height of the house to even make everything. it more even, yeah. everything that people did say that they should do, they're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah anyways well i just had to share that but back because i just saw the rental and they showed that outside of the rental and i was like oh my gosh yeah we never talked about this but back to the episode so melissa and joe they go to melissa and princess they go to a different room to talk about her trip like they've already not discussed it a million times like it's so funny these scenes i always make me laugh Mm -hmm. and (laughs) melissa says she's doing everything to keep the peace until the wedding so that she can Go to the wedding into that joke and go to the wedding. But it's clear as day that Melissa had zero intentions of going to the wedding. And I feel bad for Teresa as I would feel bad for any bride if they had a sister-in-law who acted so negative at these big events in Teresa's life. Chantal, I would kick your sister-in-law out of your bachelor party, your bridal shower, if I saw, like, a hating-ass look in their face all the time. I would be, like, livid.
0: And then she's like, on this thing, saying, I just can't wait for it to be done so I can be done. Like, I can get this roller coaster. So then why would she want you around anything?
1: Exactly. Get off it.
0: We keep telling you, get off the roller coaster. Get off of it.
1: I literally wrote that. I wrote that Melissa says she'll be at the wedding and then she's done. And Joe says he's with her and that they're both done. And Melissa Mm -hmm. says, and then Melissa says it took her 18 years to say no. Yet she followed Teresa at her place of employment, forced herself into Teresa's friendship, but acts like she wants nothing to do with Teresa after coming on her show that she was on. And if you're done, Melissa, I'm assuming this is your way of resigning from your position at Bravo. So deuces like, please leave the show. Don't just I, – I don't understand how you can be done. Then come back next season. That's why, like, I it's do respect – all for her narrative. Yeah, that's why I respect Beverly Hills. Like, you know, if, if one of them, you know, does say they're done or whatever, I do feel like Kim or Kathy or – I mean, Kyle doesn't leave, but Kim or Kathy will leave and not be in the toxic environment and then possibly come back. But – You know, this is all a game to Melissa. And it's all the talk.
0: It's always just talk, 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 and no action.
1: Yep, exactly. Again, you guys, Melissa saw that she was third. She was the third seat at the reunion for an OG. That's a bad thing. And season 12, she was like, I need to bring it. We need to fight with her again, because that's when we were the most talked about. And we don't care if it's negative attention. We want to be talked about. So uh, then Melissa, she's trying to get back to the first seat, which she did. Season 13 reunion. She's sitting right next to Andy. And that's what she cares about. And it is so sad to me that people really like in this industry, what they'll do for fame. I agree. Don't, yeah. It really, really is sad. I was going to say something else, but of course I forgot you guys. I also need to check my memory. I'll be talking to on the phone with Chantel and I'll be like mid sentence. And then I'm like, wait, I forgot what I was saying. And she's like, well, you just said ABC and D. <laughs> like, At oh least you know I'm
0: paying attention.
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, okay. So uh, Melissa, uh, says wait I said that she's see yeah, she seen yeah like, Dolores okay good yes wow, <laughs> you did notes boo I'm so proud of you because yeah it says Dolores meets with Frank um Dolores meets with Frank and um I don't know I'm upset with Frank at the moment because I typically just really like him and I'm upset with how <laughs> he went ham on the reunion. So it's like I don't want to like defend him or be on his side right now and he admitted that he doesn't get paid to be on the show. So the fact that the men of Real Housewives go so hard for free is, like, also concerning and confusing to me. I'm
0: shocked by that. Are you sure it's just not him? Like, I feel like Joe gets paid. No, no, he really doesn't. Oh, None wow. of the guys, yeah, they really don't.
1: Little Frankie is celebrating a new position
0: hey boyfriend
1: yeah there we go I was waiting for that and uh big Frank wants just the four of them to celebrate and Dolores is confused because she would never care if Brittany came and Frank just needs to move on I thought it was so
0: weird for him to think that it just needs to be the four of them
1: like absolutely not I'm sorry like family dynamics change just like you know like when it's just me, my mom, my dad and my brother, but then we get married and now our husbands are inclu- like things change dynamics change all the time and you have to adapt like Frank, just adapt. Okay. Uh, but you know what Frank is honestly doing Dolores a favor because this gives her a storyline. It, it does. So yeah, <laughs> it really does. So, I, I mean, relate
0: too- to Dolores though because she just says like she doesn't like really talk about her feelings and they don't communicate this way. So it was like a lot for her and I really would think that's a lot like I don't want to sit there and talk about and hear you the whole time.
1: Yeah, you really don't talk about your feelings. I feel like it's like weird when you cry. Yeah. I feel so like I, I feel like
0: I'm like a Dolores like that yeah
1: I feel like I cry like a 100 times oh my god I think I cried like three times on the phone with Chantal in the last week and she, <laughs> I swear to god didn't I and I was like I don't know what's wrong with me and I was just crying about the dumbest things and she was like and you were like oh whoa whoa you're crying <laughs> that's, that's how she responds to me when I cry she'll literally be like oh whoa okay you're right like, oh wow yeah that, that's that's I mean, li- you don't oh, need god. to
0: cry for that
1: I know I know that's literally Chantal. yeah that, that's our life anyways uh okay so yeah any Anything else about the Dolores scene you want to add? Um, no. Okay, same.
0: Oh, I it, did. I did like how Dolores blamed it on herself and not, and she didn't throw her like boyfriend under the bus. She was saying like, "No, this is how I feel."
1: I mean, Frank like lives with Dave. At, like, I mean, I get it. You live with Dave, and Dolores obviously doesn't care. But for Paul, like, I'd be like, "You're like weird that you just live with David." So like, I I don't even you're weird. I don't want to be around this. So I I don't know. Cause I do think him living with David is a very, very weird thing. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So yeah, it's Teresa's wedding shower and Jennifer says she loves the bridal party. And I love
0: Jennifer. I I love love her. her.
1: Yeah. She would be like my hype woman. And she says there are no bad seats. Cough, cough, Melissa. Thank God, Teresa. Like Teresa is going to look back at this and be like, Thank God those people did not come to my wedding. And you know what? The drama was worth it because they were not a part of her big day. And it would have just been the worst thing. Just negativity all around. But it's one week before Teresa's wedding. And Louis is planning a dinner party a day before. And he calls her to let her know that he's sending a text to everyone. But he's not inviting Melissa and Joe. And I don't think anyone realizes why Louis said that. So I'm going to talk to you guys about this. Because there we revealed- were a
0: little shade balls, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, so we, well, we revealed the text exchange back in February between Teresa and Melissa because Melissa had showed producers edited text. So in a text message from Melissa to Teresa one week before her wedding, before the shower, Melissa tells Teresa that the only thing she made herself available for is Teresa's wedding and that she wouldn't be coming to her brunch or rehearsal. So in the messages one week before Teresa's wedding, Teresa says, Quote, Jessica, Louie's assistant texted you about the rehearsal dinner and the brunch, end quote. And Melissa says, yes, she did text me yesterday, so I just found out. Then Teresa replies, if you would have rsvp through the link on the invitation, you would have seen all the information to all the events that you were invited to, like everybody else. Melissa says... Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Usually rehearsal dinners are just for people walking in the wedding. So I didn't even look for that. Teresa replies, an immediate family. So of course at this point, Teresa and Louis are both fed up. But yeah. Teresa still tells Louis to invite everyone to that dinner. And Teresa tells Melania they are invited. Mel- Melania even says why. And Teresa says, when you're upset or angry, it takes more energy. And I absolutely agree. But that is why Louie said, I'm not telling Melissa and Joe. Because this was like two days before the bridal shower where Melissa literally tells Teresa, I only made myself available for your wedding day. That's the only thing that we are available for. We're not available for anything that like your bridal, sh- like your, uh, your brunch, you know, that you're having, we're not available for your rehearsal dinner. We're not available for anything, which I think all those things are going to be on the Teresa special, but you know Teresa tried like I understand why Louis would be like you know what then we're done inviting them and he hadn't seen Joe since Rachel Fuda's Sh- shore house at this point
0: listen I get it it was just really freaking funny that she's like hey I'm filming <laughs> and he was like yeah uh.
1: well because because like you know again if he says something like I don't blame her for saying I'm filming and I don't and and just because the way Melissa and Joe will twist it and spin the whole thing, like I don't blame her. She's like, I'm tired of the shit. But yeah, she should have just been like, see, like if I was Teresa, I would have been like I would have put all those texts out there. I would have literally been like, you know, here we are texting. But I feel like Teresa was just like really distracted with her wedding.
0: Yeah. And she didn't even know what was gonna happen like leading up to yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You
1: know? So she didn't want to make anything worse. But yeah. if you listen to our earlier podcast Podcast When we first release these texts again, you'll hear the entire conversation, but I just think it's so important to put the timeline out there. Teresa says there's always a light at the end of the rainbow. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Teresa. Teresa-ism. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I love that. Teresa is um, Okay. That's so funny. I
0: think people always say that.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. It's the first time I heard that Melissa feels replaced by Teresa's sister-in-laws and it's weird because it's not oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> you should be what have you done for her
1: exactly oh my god I I wrote that I wrote what have you even done for her because it's not like Teresa but it's it's not like she's with these sister-in-laws every day but we met one and we follow another and they're like really great they're so kind so yeah I mean they're very kind for her and they're making her feel good and they're and they're genuinely happy for her it's not bullshit I'm happy for you it's like I am so happy for you I want to be around this and support this and be positive, which and Melissa and Princess haven't.
0: It's They see that their brother is happy, so they're going to be happy. That's all that exactly. it is. It yeah, that's been, all that matters. That's all that matters. Exactly.
1: And if Melissa wants to bring up, like, you know, oh, whatever, 15 years ago, Teresa, whatever, I don't even know. I mean, like, they were also, like, 30 years old or whatever age they were. I mean, now T- Teresa's, like, 50 years old. Just be happy for her and the situation and let's not make drama. Like, you guys, were all grown here. You you like how I said we're all grown? Mm Because I'm scared of the ageism comment. Anyways, so Melissa, uh, Margaret asked Melissa. Wait,
0: did you see Ashley Derby?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. I (laughs) I don't get that. I don't get that, I was so,
0: no, I was so confused why she was
1: there. And she's like around a lot. Is, is where they, is Potomac, I'm sorry, you guys are going to call me an idiot, but is Potomac near Jersey? Yeah, I mean, like
0: it's on the, it's on the East Coast, but it's in, I don't know how far, but it is near, but it's not like. Sound like an hour drive. It's probably like a few hour drive.
1: Watch someone message us and be like, you idiots. It's, it's 45 like eight minutes hours. Away. No, Is it's
0: it... not, no, it's not 45 minutes what, away. She
1: flew eight hours. No, I mean, I'm saying oh,
0: driving.
1: No, oh, okay. But like still to fly out for that and the wedding. I I no, know. I don't long should you stay know. there? Yeah. Okay. Can you Google I mean, we the Google it? <laughs> I know. We're gonna Google it. I can't multitask right now. But Margaret asked Melissa if she has spoken to Teresa since they came back from Ireland. And Melissa says, Of course not. And that's also a total lie. Not only is Teresa, the bride, chasing after Melissa, asking if she's coming to her rehearsal dinner because she hasn't RSVP'd for her rehearsal dinner. She hasn't RSVP'd for her wedding. Teresa also had reached out to Melissa to ask her how she wanted the seating arrangement to be so that Melissa was comfortable at her wedding. So this was a few days uh, before this party right now. After the Ireland trip, exactly. So Melissa tells everyone, of course she hasn't spoken to Teresa but we have these texts and again we read the text back in february we put them on all about terry.com and in the text teresa is reaching out to melissa multiple times after the ireland trip before the shower and we have melissa's response which is saying she only made herself available for the wedding and that she won't be coming to the other festivities that she was invited to which was the rehearsal and the brunch not this party not the shower but a brunch So, Melissa, stop lying. Like, how dare you? And it's because it actually makes Teresa look good. I don't even think when Teresa texted this, she was trying to look good because – Uh, you know, Teresa never even like, she was trying to find out what's happening for her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like she's like sitting here saying, Hey, uh, how do you want the seating arrangement to be? Do you want the kids to sit with you? Do you want the kids to sit separate? Tell me what, what you're good with. And, and Melissa tells her and she's like, okay, I just want to make sure she puts like a nice emoji. It's like, just like, it's all too much uh, of Teresa trying and Melissa just lying on her and Melissa's and Teresa's in her own world. So she doesn't even know what's happening. So yeah, I had to clear that out, you guys. But Danielle wants to tell Melissa the rumor, but she won't do it at Teresa's wedding shower, which, yeah, I'm happy about. Thank Please God. don't do that, right? Teresa, I actually kind of wish she did, though, because then Melissa wouldn't have acted so hard. Right? Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like, I feel like she would be, like, like, like I feel like she just wouldn't act hard and, like, be a B to Teresa, which, like, we know that she's going to blame this all on Teresa. Like, we've known this since August of, like, Last since after the wedding that she comes at Teresa. We put that on allaboutterriach.com literally in September. Anyways, so Teresa walks in to her surprise party in Melissa. Do you think she was surprised
0: because she was like wearing white and stuff?
1: Yeah, I think that like the kids told her, like, we're gonna do your own thing. And they probably told her what to wear and stuff. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that she was surprised. Uh, she walks into her surprise party, and Melissa has the most sour look in her face. And again, I'd rather have you not show up at Seriously, all. Seriously, her of bringing energy
0: that. really is yeah. so bad.
1: Yeah, don't bring the negativity. Just don't show up. You're not comfortable, bet. Do not show up. I, you do not need to come. I'd rather you not come. In fact, I'd be happier. I would be happier knowing there's not like this negative person who's probably like running around talking about things to other people.
0: And you really shouldn't feel that uncomfortable on Teresa's turf. You know all these people.
1: Stop yeah, Stop it, playing. My gosh, everything is like a narrative. How do I look? Do I look like the victim? Certified victim. Yes, you do, boo. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, but anyways... Um, So seeing Louie's mom made Teresa emotional, and it broke my heart because I just know that she, like she said, I I thought about my mom, and you can just tell hugging her, she like wished her mom was there. It was so sad. So sad. Dolores asked Danielle how she is after the Ireland trip, and Danielle obviously had a hard time. Bravo lover approaches, and she says she sees uh, two total, Danielle sees two total bravo lovers, you know, and I agree, when it's just bravo lover and Danielle- Bravo lover is like pretty nice to her, but when she's around the lady, she acts all tough. And I hate that.
0: She gets like hyped to like, yeah. say, I don't care what people think. I don't care what people think.
1: Ugh, I just don't like her personality. She's so unlikable. And I'm just I'm so, mad. so mad
0: if she comes back. Next she season. is
1: because she's so cheap right now. And Bravo's like, probably like, yeah, okay, cool. We're not paying her that much. Let's bring her back. <laughs> but I am just, yeah, I'm, I'm over. I'm not over how unlikable she comes in her confessionals. Like she continues to be very unlikable in her confessionals. Now, in Teresa's speech, Teresa thanks everyone for coming, and she thanks her sister-in-law from California for coming, and I remember at our communion parties when someone from out of state com- came, we would have to go on the mic, and our parents had us acknowledge that. Thank you. I remember my aunt, like, I was like, thank you for coming, and she was actually from California. <laughs> do you remember this? Like, we always had to no, do something. No, but like this, this is really funny. Yeah, we had to. We, and then even at my brother's uh, wedding, they had to like make a speech and say thank you to all the people who came out of town. Oh, wait, I had to do that at my wedding too. My parents made me do that. Yeah, which, I mean, they didn't make me. It's a respectful thing to do when someone's flying out. Like You should thank people like yeah. that. So, yeah, that's just a respect thing. And uh, yeah, so she acknowledges that. And Teresa thinks her best friend, Roseanne, and Teresa says that, you know, Roseanne was always there for her. And that was Teresa's best friend. And again, Melissa is so salty about it, but I can't believe Melissa thinks that she deserves a shout out when she has made Teresa's wedding process absolute hell. And she hasn't involved herself in the wedding at all. And Margaret, of course, makes faces hyping her up. Margaret is also like a really bad problem here.
0: She's the worst. I think if Teresa was playing the game or smart like if she wa- if she just wanted to be fake she'd mention her but she's not that way and that's what we keep telling you guys is that she's not here she's really doing what she wants to do and not trying to like have this narrative come out
1: <laughs> i feel like you okay yeah <laughs> sorry what <laughs> you were like nothing you're you always do these buzzwords so sorry you guys last episode I called out Chantel or something for her doing this and literally me and my cousin Michelle did a group chat and we sent her we sent her that clip every like my cousin Michelle literally was like I just went to sleep and I listened to it again (laughs) (laughs) so so sorry just made me think of that anyways they do the uh, but uh, yeah I agree with you they do the henna hand and I love how Jennifer gathers the single ladies so they could get some you know good love coming their way but she's just so funny to me that she like she's just like a good hype person you want at your party
0: danielle did that like hello like that like you know oh i didn't funny. notice that mm-hmm.
1: where it's like yeah like she the- did that i didn't oh my gosh we do that in our culture Now, okay, you guys, so another exclusive we have. So one of Melissa's good friend, I'm sorry, Melissa's, gosh, one of Teresa's good friend, Nicole approaches Melissa, who she has a decent relationship with and says that she feels for Melissa and that Teresa should have basically mentioned her sister-in-law in in the speech. And Nicole says, you know, uh, yeah. She says, you know how she, she knows how she, Teresa is with Melissa. um, And then she says, and, and Melissa says, I don't deserve it. You know, Melissa acts like a victim about it. I don't deserve that. She didn't. Talk about me in that speech, and Nicole responds and says, "You know, I told Teresa she only has one brother, and apparently Nicole didn't really know what was happening and how bad it had gotten with Melissa and Joe because Teresa doesn't tell her girlfriends this. But we reached out to Nicole and we asked her what made her approach Melissa. And do you want to know what she told us exclusively, Chantel? Yeah, I do. All right, she says this because I did find that to be a little bit like, you know, yeah, whatever. it's like why if
0: that's Teresa's friend or whoever, I like can why see she- that." why is she starting problems
1: yeah i don't think i don't think her intention was ever to start problems i really just don't think that teresa talks about it because teresa's like drained so when she's like actually with her girlfriends like they're not talking about the show But anyway, so she, so this is what Nicole tells us. She says, being brought up in an Italian family like Teresa and married into a Greek family, the one thing I understand the most, and that's so important, is how important it is for family to stick together. As Teresa's longtime friend, I know her heart and her values, and I know she would have never, she would never want to be malicious. What I said before being edited for TV was that I was a longtime friend of Teresa and we would give each other the shirts out of our backs. Being clear that although my loyalties are with Teresa, this fighting is not what should be going on I saw the look on Melissa's face and as an impulse reaction I spoke to her anyone that knows me knows who I am the friend I am the mother I am I'm not playing sides I was a friend to Teresa before the show as well as I will be after the show so that was Teresa's good friend Nicole who oh, approached wow. Melissa what would you think about that response
0: I still think what she did was really wrong, and it it made no sense because she was like, she shouldn't, she should have, she should have. But I get it. Well, she did say
1: she did say that there was like a part edited, but I think she was like she said, I've had those impulse moments. I will say where I like was impulsive, and maybe like I entered a situation that I should have never entered, and I think like she's acknowledging that. But then, yeah, again. This isn't good because I, another source told me, and I don't know how accurate this is, that Margaret does bring this up at the reunion. I don't know oh. how accurate it is. Yeah. So it's like, it just, so this, no so Nicole didn't mean anything by it, but yeah, it's not a good look. You, you should know like how Melissa is and how they're going to spin this. And then if Margaret does bring this up at the reunion, it's like, of course, like, of course she does. Yeah. You have one person that finds like that does say something and you're going to use it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot. But yeah, I don't, I don't even know what's going to happen on next week's episode because I was just like, oh my gosh, give me the finale. Well,
0: I know like Louis goes a little um, crazy about the family oh. again to Teresa. That's the only thing that looked interesting okay. to me.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Then I don't, I didn't even, yeah, I stopped it. Cause you were like, you texted me and you were like, hurry. I'm like, dang it. I need to go get my headphones. But yeah, that's pretty much you guys. Is there anything else, Chantal, that you want to add?
0: No, I'm, I'm good.
1: Yeah, it's eleven forty-five. You guys, eleven forty-five. So yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get the ball rolling and gotta edit this. So, but I
0: need. Oh, if people watch, watch what happens live. Let us know if you. Oh my God, the way that um, Bravo Lover was drinking her drink was this her first time on it? So I, I should not be this mean, I guess.
1: I don't know. I don't know if she was on it before. I don't. Okay, like-
0: because. I feel like maybe this was her first time, and she was acting so nervous. And she had this drink in her hand. She kept drinking it, and licking, licking her lips. And no, it was just really scary. Oh my gosh,
1: who who used to do a mouth thing? I think Kyle Richards did, and I hated it. No, actually, this is her second time being on the show. But do you okay. see? Do you see how dirty Andy did Melissa by putting her on the second scene Oh my god! And he didn't put <laughs> Bravo her. Lover. Oh my god! I died. That like, was horrible. I think he wanted to like remind Melissa, "You're on our show, so you need to relax." <laughs> (laughs) because he humbled the shit out of her by doing that and then having bravo lover be on the first chair
0: i was shocked when i saw her in the first chair even though Mm -hmm. i didn't know who really that that guy was either i'm we're so bad about that yeah
1: i mean i don't know anyone on his show so it's fine but yeah i mean that's all that we got i'm sure so much is going to happen we'll we'll recap like the after shows because i find the after shows to be very interesting
0: i know is it because they have time to marinate and then like say what they want
1: yeah, and it's it's because, like, it's, it's, it's a good thing that they're doing the after shows because Andy at the reunion doesn't really ask about the damn episodes. So at least we get to hear their opinion on how things went, even though I wish they were all together. But at least we get to hear stuff on the yeah. after show because majority of the stuff doesn't even get addressed at the reunion.
0: Yeah, I like them too.
1: Yeah. All right, well, you guys, I think it's uh, time to go to sleep. So... Bye, bye, guys. Good night. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, leave a review. Five stars or don't leave anything. Please, so we don't now. have to
0: hear Rexy and talk. <laughs> bye. I'm <laughs> just bye. kidding. Bye.
1: Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Rural Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old.